Hello and welcome to Something About Sports with DJ. It's a new podcast that I'm starting. Not really familiar with it. I'm going to get used to it. Um, first couple ones should be pretty rough, but we're going to be talking about a lot about sports in general. Um, obviously, the NFL season k- kicking off um, last night. Um, I would have done this last night before the game, but you know we have hurricane preparations today. Everything seems to be going good with that. But we'll get into the Bears-Packer game here in a little bit. Um, I'd like to say thank you for anyone that's going to listen to this podcast. It's something I've been interested in for a while now. Just haven't had the real time to do it. But, yeah, let's thank Anchor FM for giving me the platform to be able to start this. Um, and we'll go from there. So let's kick things off. You know, we'll go over some couple divisions here and, you know, get some picks. Um, obviously, we'll start off with the, the AFC East here. What can you say? I mean, it's going to be New England's division no matter what. I mean, 13-3, and 12-4, you know, typical New England fashion, probably a number one seed, home field. Jets and Bills, I see them getting a little bit better. Not quite there yet. Dolphins, dumpster fire. I mean, is there anything to talk about the Dolphins? You know, switch over to the AFC North. Um, I think the Steelers are still the team to beat. I'm not sure about the Ravens yet. Um, Lamar Lamar Jackson running, you know, it's not really a good thing to have as a running quarterback. The Browns, you know, I don't I don't think they're as good as they people think they are. They got some flash in the pan, but offensive line's terrible. Defense is in. And Bengals are, I think, in rebuild mode with a new new head coach. So I would think the Steelers would get out of there. The Browns might sneak out of a, a wild card, but definitely the Steelers. AFC South, definitely Chiefs. Um, got some pretty good home games. They do got to go on the road to New England, which, you know, that could be a loss. I don't think the Chargers are going to be able to keep up. Chargers are that typical 10-16, and 9-7, you know, get a wild card. The Raiders are going to be a dumpster fire again. Um, I think John Gruden just doesn't have it anymore. And Antonio Brown, his drama, that's just blah. Um, Broncos, same thing. Defensive mind, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, with Flacco and, you know, having a defensive coach, maybe they can make some noise. Probably better than the Raiders. I don't think they're as good as the Chargers and Chiefs, which, you know, it's going to keep them out the playoffs. I just – there might they might be the eighth or ninth best team. But they're not quite there yet. Um, AFC West, that's the division that I think is going to be up in the air. Um, Colts, obviously taking a step back with Andrew Luck. I don't think they're going to be competitive. Jaguars, I don't believe in Nick Foles. I think it was a perfect situation for him in uh, Philly. I don't see them making too much noise. They might get back to 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, Texans, that offensive line is dreadful. Like, scary, dreadful. Like, Deshaun Watson's going to be running for his life. Almost like the Derek Carr years, which I know Texans fans are going to, like, hate mentioning that. And then Titans, you, you just don't know. I mean, again, defensive team, you know, they're going to be in close games, kind of like the Broncos. You know, they might be able to sneak out some wins. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'd probably take the Titans in the division. I think they're the most well-out team. I can see the Jaguars winning, but I do think that division's a nine and seven division. Maybe eight and eight wins it. 
not quite as bad as the NFC West a few years ago when Seattle got in under 500, but they're going to be close to 500. I think they're going to beat the life out of each other. So we'll go from there. I'm a, I'll definitely go with the Titans. So I think the Browns potentially and their Chargers will fight for the, um, the wild cards. I have the Pats, Steelers, Chiefs, and Titans taking the divisions. Obviously, the Pats and Chiefs will likely be the buys. Um, the AFCs, you know, they're, they're so top-heavy. They got some good teams, but they've really got some bad teams at the bottom. I mean, I just don't see what's going to happen there. Uh, we'll shift over to the NFC. Um, obviously, we got you know the NFC East, the Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, and uh, Eagles. I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to beat the life out of each other. Um, probably ten and six, eleven and five. Either, both of them are going to go to the playoffs. So it's just who's going to get the um, who's going to get the number one or the championship out of that division. Probably, probably Eagles because I think they have. They have a better road uh, home game. Um, Dallas has to go to New England. I think Philly gets them at home. That's probably going to be the difference. And see, I think Philly gets or uh, yeah, Philly gets Seattle at home too, which is going to be nice. And they don't have to go there. Um, you know, just I think games. I think I just think the Eagles are a little bit more balanced. But I can definitely see the Cowboys winning it. Like I said, I think either way, both of them get in the playoffs and move on. Um, as for the Redskins and Giants, you know, just, just rebuild, man. You know, play the, play the veterans, Eli and, uh, what, Keenum. I think they're going with Keenum. And then, you know, maybe midway go with Haskins and go with Daniel Jones. So it should be pretty top heavy in that, in that division. Uh, switching to the NFC North. Now this doesn't, last night's game doesn't persuade my, my, uh, pick on that division. I have the Vikings winning. I think they're going to rebound. That defense is a lot better than they were last year. I'd almost revert that they're going to go two years like they were two years ago. And I think the Packers and Bears will – the Bears are going to come back to earth. As you saw last night, um, their offense is just not as good as people think they are. I mean, they got Cohen, but he he's not an every down back. And we've seen these smaller backs struggle over time. Um, and then I think the Packers just don't have weapons either. I mean, they did good job on defense this offseason, but their, their offense is still – I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers, but what else? So I definitely think the Vikings are going to come out of there. Um, they have some pretty – they do got the Cowboys and Chiefs on the road, but and they kind of get through that, and it's kind of okay. Um, Lions, I think the Lions are the prototypical 6-10, 7-9, kind of can ruin someone's season really quick. Um, but they're not going to make it. I mean, I like Matt Stafford. I always have. They just – I don't know. They're just – they're the Lions. I mean, what more can you say? Um, as for the NFC West, I'm a 49ers fan, so I'm a little biased, but I'm not naive. I do think the Rams are going to take that division again. Um, they got some pretty good home games. I mean, they do lose a home game to the Bengals, but that's whatever. Um, they do kind of go on the road to the Steelers and Cowboys this year, and even the Browns. I mean, that can be that can be hard for them. You know, coming to the East Coast, they got you know they have four games on the East Coast this year. Um, those don't typically do well for West Coast teams. I just don't think Seattle's quite there offensively to keep up, even though Russell Wilson is amazing. He's likely going to win the MVP this year. Um, but the, it, that should be a two-team race. I think them, them, the NFC West and the 
East are going to be battling for two spots. But the NFC South is also somewhere, and we'll get to that in a second. As for the 49ers and Cardinals, I think the 49ers, you know, they're that dark horse team. Again, I'm kind of biased, but we'll see what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. Maybe he can stay healthy for once and actually get get there. Um, Cardinals, just show improvement. I mean, just rebuild. You know, they're not going to do good. I mean, Kyler Murray's pretty good, I think. Um, but he's kind of going to be like that Lamar Jackson role for me right now. Just don't get hurt. Don't do anything stupid and just try to grow as a quarterback and see what you got. Um, so I, I do think the Rams and Seahawks are clearly the match in that division. Um, the, and then we'll go to the South, the Saints. I don't, I don't know how you stop them. I think, I think honestly, the Saints are going to end up representing the NFC this year. I think Drew Brees is going to retire at the end of this year, but I think he's going to give one more last big run in them. Um, he did fall apart at the end of last year, but I don't know. I mean, I definitely think that they're going to definitely take that next step. Um, they have real games at the Rams in Seattle, but, you know, the Rams, it's L.A. It's beautiful out there at that time of year. Um, Seattle can be a little fun, but they got the, the cupcake teams other than Dallas, they're all at home. The Colts, 49ers, Texans, I mean, that's all going to be at home. Even the Cardinals, they're going to blow them out. So they should get some easy wins. I do think the Falcons are going to rebound. I think the Falcons are going to be battling with the Seahawks and the uh, Cowboys or Eagles, whoever does not win the division for that last playoff spot. Um, I don't think the Packers and Bears are going to quite get there. You know, they're going to be more of a 7-9-8-8 range. I just – the Falcons, I mean, if they stay healthy, last year they were just so hurt. I I just – I felt bad for Matt Ryan because he was putting up great numbers and the defense was just so bad and the offensive line was so leaky, but they just did what they could. Um, Panthers, I don't believe in Cam Newton. I never have. I know they made that run to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but they, I don't know. I just don't trust them. Their defense is getting older and older and older. Their offense has no weapons. I mean, they got Christian McCaffrey, but again, another small back, you know, can he carry the load all year by himself? Can he, withstand the hits I don't know and then the Bucks, you know same thing with like the Cardinals and the Niners and you know the Giants and Redskins just if you think Jameis is going to be your quarterback with Bruce Arians show some improvement show some some fire you know maybe win a few steal a few games maybe ruin someone's season but I don't think playoffs are on the horizon for them um so recap I think the NFC is a lot more deep than the um, AFC. So I think you're going to see more battles, um, which means you're going to have more 10 and six, nine and seven teams, as opposed to the AFC who are going to be really top heavy. But at the end of the day, I definitely think it's going to be new England and new Orleans representing the Super Bowl this year, the hunter season of the NFL. And I don't, until someone can beat new England, because I do think Gronk will be coming back. I, I don't think Gronk's done. I think he comes back towards the end of the season so he's fresh he's ready to go um you know he's on Brady's regimen so maybe that's going to help him stay healthy I don't know I mean I'm not on that avocado life but I just don't see anybody stopping the Patriots and Tom Brady until they're done um I seven rings is unprecedented I never thought you would see someone with seven rings I mean even in the NBA with Jordan with six I mean that's a lot I mean I know the Bill Russell had 11. I don't need to be yelled at about that, but that's a different era. I mean, this is 32 teams. This is all liquidated um, just for them to turn over. I mean, they're just so good. I mean, until until someone beats them and they look terrible, because even their losses to the Giants, they didn't look terrible. Um, 
until someone beats them, they look terrible. I'm not picking against them. I've learned my lesson. Um, you know, the Falcons were up 28 to three, I think it was, and they blew that game just because New England just doesn't quit and they just have the experience. So that's my take. Um, you know, we're not going to go into too much depth because I think everybody, if you're listening to a sports podcast, you know all the players, you know all the all the ins and outs, you know who's injured. So there's no reason to really go through each team individually. Um, but we will talk about stuff like that, you know, stats. When it comes to it, you know, it's too early in the season to even be thinking about who's going to be where and you know, great rookies and stuff. But um, for the Bears-Packers recap, that game's ugly. Um, Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like he was on yesterday. I mean, he had the, the good drive with Jimmy Graham. and the, I mean, at the time, he looked good. But I don't think the Bears' defense is that great. I think they have a great front seven. I think their linebackers are a little overrated, other than Roquan Smith, who I've really liked out of Georgia. Um, but I know their defense is going to come back a little bit. No one can have that many turnovers and, re, you know, re, do that again. And then losing Vic Fangio. I know they got Chuck Pagano, but Vic Fangio is a whisperer. I mean, look what he did with the Niners' defense. You know, we had him as a coordinator for years with Jim Harbaugh, and he that defense was legit with uh, Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman and Justin Smith and all of them. So Vic Fangio is going to do some good for uh, the Broncos and getting to, getting to put his hands on Von Miller. Oh, my Lord. He should have a good season. But I knew the Bears would be coming back. Trubisky is just – I don't think he's as good. He's a, he's a game manager. And then Tariq Cohen's not an every down back. I know they got some other backs in there, but they're young. And then their receiving core is, isn't the greatest. Their tight ends aren't the greatest. So – I know they got a good offensive line, but you, you got to have playmakers. You got to have separation. And you saw it last night, even the Packers defense can shut them down. And then to ask for, you know, Packers offense, again, other than Aaron Rodgers and an aging Jimmy Graham, who do you have? I mean, it just looked – it was just an ugly game. I know it's the first game of the year. It's going to look bad. Um, I even have Aaron Rodgers in fantasy, so I hope he looks better than that. But if not, it's going to be a long year. But – you know, I think that's two eight and eight, nine and seven teams right there fighting with each other, and maybe even six and ten because one of them's got to be a bit worse than the other. So, um, moving on, we'll, we'll look at some Sunday games. You know, we got Tennessee at Cleveland. Cleveland's getting six points. I mean, they're six point favorites. I wouldn't put them at that favorite because I don't think Tennessee's a team that you're gonna run away from. I think they're more, um, you know, they're ground and pound. They're going to hold the ball. They're going to play defense. I think Cleveland might get the win. I just don't see them covering the six points. I think it's going to be a three-point game, maybe a four-point game, you know, 24-20, 17-13-type game. I just don't see them running away with that. Um, Baltimore at Miami, Baltimore is minus seven in that game. You know, what the hell was Miami doing? (laughs) They traded everybody. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he, you know, he may steal one like, like he did in Tampa last year. I don't think so. I think Baltimore's going to cover that game. They're probably going to win by 10, maybe 14. I just don't think Miami's going to do anything. I don't even know Miami's going to score on that defense, to be honest with you. So, I mean, this the, Fal- or the Ravens score a touchdown, they cover. So, Falcons at Vikings, that's probably going to be a great game. Um, see what the Vikings defense does. I am picking them to win the NFC North this year. So I really am high on them. They're four-point favorites. I think they I think they cover, and it might be a push at that. I think they win by four. I think it's going to be a close game, that 31-27, maybe 28, so they don't cover. But they're going to win the game. Um, 
I think Kirk Cousins has got to he's got to make that step this year, man. He's he's got to make that step. Um, I don't know. I, I really hope they do well this year. I, I mean, they have the talent. It's time to step up. Bills at Jets. I mean, no one really cares, I guess. But Jets. I think I think the Jets are in a better spot. They got a better defense. I think the quarterback's a little bit better. I, I do like Josh Allen, but it, he has no talent. So it goes back to the thing when you have no talent, you're going to be running for your life. I do think the Jets win. It's a three-point game. So they probably do cover. Maybe not. Redskins at Eagles. Eagles minus 10. I actually like the Redskins a little bit more than people think. Um, they have a pretty decent defense. Obviously, living in the D.C. area, you know, I get to hear a lot about them. Don't really like them, but I hear a lot about them. I just don't think a 10-point spread is good for week one. I think teams are still working out kinks. I do think the Eagles will win this game, but I don't know if it's going to be by 10 or double anywhere close to double digits. I think it's going to be tight. It's, it is the NFC East. They do beat the hell out of each other. So I think the Eagles win, but I don't think they cover. Uh, Rams at Panthers. Rams minus three. I think that's a fair line. You know, coming from the West Coast to the East Coast, you know, you can see the letdown. Although – being in week one, I don't think it's going to be that bad because the Rams can move, they, you know, they can leave and go to Charlotte last week for all we know um, and be prepared for this. So I do think that's a fair game. I do think they win by more than three. I think they win by a touchdown. Um, I'll, I'm a big believer in the Rams. I think they got what it takes to win. Um, I, I am worried about Jared Goff, though. He did look a little a little weird in the Super Bowl. He did like he didn't know what he was doing. Um, which is kind of scary if you're a Rams fan, um, but we'll see. I think I think they'll rebound. Chiefs at Jags. That has a that could potentially be a good game depending on what Nick Foles can do. I think the Jaguars defense is hungry again. I think they're going to make a um, push back to relevancy. I don't think they're going to win their division like I said earlier, but I think they're going to be decent. And it all depends on Nick Foles, but. Come on, man! It's Patrick Mahomes. It's the Chiefs. They're gonna they're gonna light it up. They're gonna drop thirty, probably, maybe thirty one. You know, Mahomes is gonna have a few touchdown passes, a couple of lasers that you like. How the hell did he make that throw? Um, he's you know he's the best sensation right now. Um, they're minus four. That's a good number, I think, for being on the road. But I think they cover. I think they win easily. I don't still think Jacksonville's in that level yet. So that was the one o'clock games. Um, we'll move to the the four o'clock games here. Um, Colts at Chargers. Chargers minus seven. That was potentially a good game to start the season, but now with Andrew Luck out, I think the Chargers walk away with that one, even without Melvin Gordon, which I don't think they need to begin with. Um, Bengals at Seattle. Seattle minus nine. That's another one of the high spreads um, that I don't like in the early weeks because I just don't think teams are fully there yet, but this is in Seattle, and you know, being a 49ers fan, watching Seattle play, no one goes into Seattle and wins convincingly. And if you do win, you're going to win by a field goal or less because they're just so good. Um, I do think I think Seattle wins. They probably do cover because I think the Bengals are just – without A.J. Green and John Ross is always nicked up and Eifert's always nicked up. I mean, they have – you don't run against Seattle. So it's just a bad combination for them. Giants at Dallas, Dallas minus seven. Another one of them games, I think Dallas is going to win. But I do think Eli is going to have that pride to keep it close. You know, probably his last game ever in Dallas. He's always, you know, he's caused problems before with Dallas. Um, I do think he gets gets back there. It causes some havoc. But I do think at the end of the day, Dallas is going to win. 
maybe not by the spread, but outright. Lions at Cardinals, Lions minus three. Dump, another one of them dumpster fire games no one's going to really care about. The Lions are probably going to win. And if they don't, it's because Kyler Murray goes off and no one's seen Kyler Murray play. Um, I do like Matt Patricia as a, as a head coach. I, I think he's got to have the right mindset. I like Matt Stafford. I always have. Carryon Johnson's nice, but I mean, they should they should easily win this game, but you never know. I mean, you never know. Um, 49ers at Bucks. It's a push. I think the line had some of the some of the lines had 49ers minus one, and a lot of them had didn't have a line because it's too close to call. <sighs> I'm a biased fan. I, I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I think you know. I think he got. He's falling off the map because he got hurt. Um, but when he plays, he's pretty good. Um, being a biased fan, I'm going to pick them. But I'm not naive. I can obviously see the Bucks with Bruce Arias touching Jameis Winston. That could be a very bad game for the Niners. Um, I don't think our defense is there yet. Um, I think the Bucks are improved. They're going to get the, they're going to get beat up in their own division. So you know they're not going to have the record to show for it. But they're going to play teams tight. You know it all depends on Jameis too. I mean they got Mike Evans still. I mean, but if Jameis is being a knucklehead, don't turn over the ball, I mean, they're going to lose a lot of games. Uh, same thing with the 49ers. You know, they got some nice pieces. You know, George Kittle is nice. I mean, that's a good top five tight end. But, you know, if Jimmy Garoppolo is turning over the ball and they're not moving the ball on the ground, it's going to be another long season for us. And But I'm, I'm having optimism. I think we can beat the Bucks. But, like I said, it's a push on most sites, and a lot of them had the Niners minus one. So <laughs> – you know, it's a pick them essentially. The Sunday night game, Steelers at Patriots, Patriots minus six. Uh, man, it's a, again, it's early in the season. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think because I think the Patriots are going to finish 13 and three, maybe 14 and two. I mean, the worst comes to worst are 12 and four. Whoop de doo. They get the number two seed over uh, behind Kansas City. But I mean, their, their games, all their hard games are at home. I mean, it, it's amazing. Um, their hardest game that all year that they had to do is Baltimore and, and Philly, which Baltimore, you never even know because of Lamar Jackson, but Philly, I mean, they get the Steelers, Cowboys, Browns, and Chiefs at home. Again, it's just going to be, a, I think, an easy uh, an easy time for them in the regular season, I, though I do really like Patrick Mahomes. Um, I really do. But again, Patriots probably they probably don't cover because it's early in the year. But six points is a lot. Um, I think the Steelers are better than people think they are. I think Antonio Brown was wearing them down with that drama and Le'Veon Bell's drama last year. I just think it wore that team down and they just collapsed towards the end. But I think they'll be better this year, knowing that that drama is not going to be there. Um, Monday night games: Houston at the Saints. Saints minus seven. Um, Probably going to be an easy cover for the Saints. They probably win by seven, maybe ten. Um, I do like Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins, but they lost Lamar Miller. I know they get Carlos High, but he's injury prone anyway. That offensive line is just insanely scary. I mean, Deshaun Watson may not make it out alive this year, which is which is sad because I think he's a true talent. Um, and then New Orleans got one of the best offensive lines again. They got the Hall of Fame quarterback, Michael Thomas, um, Kamara. They got solid tight end play. Um, and then that X-Factor and Taysom Hill. I mean, 
I mean, what do you say about them? They're, they're loaded. Like I said, I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, and they can easily beat the Patriots in my Super Bowl pick. Um, I do take the Patriots just because Tom Brady, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did win the Super Bowl. Um, and then the other, the close out the week one, Denver at Oakland. Denver's minus four. Oakland's a dumpster fire. I mean, John Gruden, why? Mike Mayock, why? Antonio Brown, why? All this drama they have. You know, Derek Carr is going to be – this is his last year in Oakland. They're going to get rid of him anyway. So I don't even know what, you know, what they're going to do. Denver should win this game comfortably. Vic Fangio is going to have that defense all over Derek Carr. And it's sad because I think Josh Jacobs, the running back for the Raiders, I think he's going to be solid out of Bama. But that just that, that team just is so bad. I don't even know why. Yeah, they, I don't even know why they get in primetime games. I mean, I know it's Oakland, but they're the Raiders, and it's the Hunter season, but Denver's going to walk all over them. So that's my picks for week one. Um, like I said, during more podcasts, we'll get in more depth with, like, each game and, you know, more players with stats and stuff. But week one, you know, it's not really worth getting into. Um, we're going to shift over to college football now. Um, during the college football segments, you know, because there's – 140 teams now in Division One. We're not going to talk about all 140 teams, 70 games worth. We're just going to go over the top 25. Um, you know, Boise State, number 24, Boise State versus Marshall. You know, do they do they have the hang up from be, uh, beating Florida State and having to come back? Probably not. The, Marshall lost one of their best players who is actually from this area. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but. Marshall's not going to have the firepower to keep up. So Boise State should easily win that game. Iowa at Rutgers. Rutgers is a dumpster fire in the uh, the Big Ten. If they're still called the Big Ten. I believe they're still called the Big Ten. Um, so Iowa should win that game. Syracuse at Maryland could be fun. Um, Maryland looks pretty solidly. Or solidly. Solid. Um, so I do think Maryland's going to keep that game close. They probably win that game. Syracuse lost Dungey. Um, so, you know, I'm going to pick Maryland. I'm going to go Maryland with the upset over – uh, 21 Syracuse Orange. Um, Michigan versus Army. Should be Michigan, right? I mean, Army, I mean, I respect Army. I love the Army, but it's Michigan. Ohio State versus Cincinnati, same thing. Ohio State is going to dumpster them, just like they did last week to FAU. Uh, whether they take their foot off the pedal or not, I don't know. 13 Utah versus uh, Northern Illinois. Utah should win that game. Utah, I actually think it's going to win the Pac-12. They look good. Um, they looked a little. They had some shaky moments last week, but I think they're going to overall be the better team. Clemson at Texas or Clemson versus Texas A&M. That's going to be a tough game, but I do think Clemson's just got too much for Jimbo out there in Texas right now. Um, I think the game's close by a half, but I mean Trevor Lawrence, uh, the runner back, what's his name, ATN or whatever his name is. They're just going to mow them down. They're going to wear them out. It's it's typical. Um, 25, Nebraska at Colorado. You know, this is a big season for Nebraska. I think they may continue to win. Um, they'll, they'll probably be undefeated going into serious Big Ten play, which I think they'll fall apart. But Nebraska should be pretty solid. Uh, 17, Wisconsin at Central Michigan. Wisconsin, same way. Taylor, the running back. They should just continue to push over um, CMU. I don't think they're going to have enough to stop that. Uh, Bama, I think he said. I think they're playing New Mexico State. If Bama's not up by thirty at halftime, it, they're, they're a disappointment. 
Uh, Georgia at Murray or Georgia versus Murray. Same thing. They're going to wash them. There's no reason to talk about these games. Um, Washington State, I don't even know who they're playing, um, but they should be able to beat the team they're playing. It's not a Division One team. Um, I didn't bother looking up, up this team because Washington State should beat them. But then again, you know, Mike Leach has played some tough games like that, and it's almost got uh, choked it. So we'll see. Oklahoma's playing a no-dame team. South Dakota um, should should win that game pretty convincingly. See what Jalen Hurts can do if he can continue his run for the Heisman. 18 UCF versus FAU. FAU just got smoked by Ohio State. I think UCF's going to do the same thing to them. Um, you know, Lane Kiffin, I just don't know. Um, Auburn versus Tulane. Number 10, Auburn versus Tulane. I mean, do we really need to go through that game again? Florida versus um, somebody. Again, do we need to go through these games? Penn State uh, versus Buffalo. Again, Penn State should um, easily win this game. You know, you never know. Oregon, same thing. They're playing a, a low-end team. They should definitely win. Washington versus Cal. That could be a uh, fun game. Um, but Washington should have that over our Stanford versus USC. Same thing. I don't believe in Stanford. I don't believe in USC. It's a toss-up game. Um, whoever's going to win is going to win. But I don't think it matters in the big range because I think Washington Utah are going to definitely be the front runners in that, that conference. Um, I do hope Arizona State, because of Herm Edwards, I love Herm Edwards on ESPN. I think he was one of the best. Um, I do think they – I hope that they can make a run at it. Doubtful, but – I did save one game left in the ranked matchups that we're going to go over, and that is number six LSU versus number nine Texas. That is going to be a good game. LSU should win this game. They have better talent, though Texas is, on, I think, on the rise. I know people were giving Tom Herman a hard time. I, I know a couple of people around that are Texas fans that probably know a whole lot more about Texas football than me. But I do think Texas is coming back. I, I think that they're almost there. I don't know if they're quite at Oklahoma's level, but I definitely think that they are creeping closer. Um, but I just think the big bodies in the SEC, um, LSU's quarterback, was it Barrow? Is that his name? Um, I like that kid. Um, I think he – He's really good. I think he's been good for Ed Ogeron. But I will say this. I don't think Tom Herman needs this win as much as Ed Ogeron needs this win. I think Ed Ogeron, if he does not win this game, that seat is going to be on fire. Because I don't think many teams are getting – they're getting picked against Bama and Georgia and even Auburn. I think they're right on top of Auburn in the picks. So to start off this with the loss here – I mean, that's not looking good for LSU. So I think LSU is going to be hungry. I think they're going to pop Texas in the face. Um, though I do like Sam Ellinger. I always have liked him. I think Texas keeps this game within reason. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, though I do think LSU by the end of the game will start wearing Texas down. But that's going to be one of them good games. That's the only really good ranked matchup other than Clemson, Texas A&M, but Again, Clemson's just too damn good for Texas A&M. Um, but definitely the LSU-Texas matchup will be the game to watch this weekend. And I am going to go with LSU. I didn't put lines on these games because 
the lines in college. I don't like them. Um, I hate betting lines in college because they're so ridiculous at times. Um, like, for instance, Bama and New Mexico State, that's going to be a 35-point spread if they even allow you to bet on the spread. Just It's it's, it's annoying. Um, pro spreads are a little bit more easy to deal with because they're more reasonable. They're harder to pick, which is where I like college. I mean, you're almost – you're almost picking a team not to get blown out at times. Um, and obviously we'll talk more about college when the, the uh, playoff rankings come out right now, the rankings mean nothing. The only reason I put the rankings in there today is so I could talk about, you know, 20 games. Other than that, we'll spend time. On, we're not going to spend time on the Heisman right now because it's just too early. You know, people are going to pump Jalen Hurst. People are going to pump Tua and Trevor Lawrence and, Taylor from Wisconsin, but it's just too early. Let's see how these kids do when they start getting into that meat grinder of their uh, conference schedules, and then we'll we'll get into more depth with the college ranks. Um, baseball, we'll start talking a little bit more about baseball once they get through September, um, closer to postseason. Baseball is really hard to do unless you're doing a baseball-only podcast because there's so many games every week. Um, you know, having a you know, my wife and kids and full-time job, I'm not going to sit here and watch every baseball game known to man. <laughs> so once we get closer to September and we see the playoff races coming in and we'll, we'll talk more about baseball when we get to that point, though, I will say, I think the Astros are probably the favorites with that rotation. I mean, good Lord, they're going for this year. And then the Dodgers, I like them too, but we'll, we'll get, like I said, we'll get more into that once the season comes around. Basketball, same thing. We'll get more into basketball season um, once that kicks off. Basketball is a little bit more easier than baseball. I mean, there's a lot of games, but, you know, you can do a week recap and be fine. Um, so we'll talk about that. We will talk about some motorsports. I know a lot of people probably aren't interested in it, but I'm a huge motorsports fan. Um, Formula One this weekend's in, in Monza, which is in Italy. It is a power track. I do expect Ferrari to probably win again um, with Charles Leclerc. I do think Mercedes, again, will be on the charge towards the end. But this this plays right into the hands of um, Ferrari. They did win. I did look this morning. They were fastest in practice again. So they should take pole. Um, whether they lock out the front row or not, it's going to be different. I do think they're going to – I think Leclerc or Vettel will win. More than likely Leclerc. I think they're going to shift towards him. Um Mercedes will be right there on their asses. Um, Red Bull, I think, is going to struggle here because this is straight power. And then, you know, most people probably be in America, you know, rooting for Haas. But I see them having a good lap time again, maybe qualifying top 10 and fading the race like they normally do. Um, as for the NASCAR side, you know, they're at Indy. This is the playoff cutoff. You know, who's going to get in? I think it's going to stay the same. I think Jimmy and Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Newman are out. I think the two Haas cars are in. Barring a surprise victory from Paul Menard or someone like that outside the top, you know, Ricky Stenhouse maybe, that should be pretty self-explanatory. You know, At this point, I mean, you know what teams are there. So, yeah, we won't spend much time on most, but we'll spend, you know, a good, you know, maybe two, three minutes on each team. You know, last week for Formula One at Spa, you know, with the tragedy of the F2 driver, Antoine, um, it was a rough race. I, I was glad to see Leclerc finally get his first win. Um, Darlington throwbacks last week. That was pretty cool. Um, 
though I didn't stay up till three o'clock in the morning to finish watching it, but I did see Eric Jones win. I'm proud. I'm happy for him. You know, he's got a lot of pressure on him. But this week, you know, should be self-explanatory. I mean, if you're a fan of motorsports, I shouldn't have to explain more about the the Formula One race and the NASCAR. It should be. I'm assuming the Toyotas are going to be just as good today or this weekend. So this should be pretty self-explanatory. Um, that is probably going to do it for the first podcast. Next week we'll you know we'll recap week one. You know, talk about the games a little bit. Um. Talk about the week two games. Same thing with college football. Maybe not go through all the games, but maybe talk about the um, LSU Texas game. Maybe Clemson Texas A and M, depending on how good that game is going to be. And then we'll go over top twenty five games next week again. Um, and then maybe next week we'll also in the NFL we'll talk about more in depth about teams because this week was a little bit crammed with you know going through predictions of the divisions and you know you got my Super Bowl picks now and. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about more, maybe a little bit more about NASCAR because they start the playoffs and you know what do I think is going to happen there. But I think that's just about gonna do it here today. I would like to thank everybody for listening. If you do listen, please like and follow. Um, like I said, I don't expect much from this. Um, this is being my first time, and I'm just trying to. I enjoy talking about sports. If there's a question you ask me, I'll gladly answer it. You know, if you send it to me, um, if there's a team you want to talk about, I'll gladly do some research. If there's another sport within reason, because I know the, I know there's Twitter trolls out there, I know there's trolls in general. If there's another sport within reason that I might do some research on talk about. I don't mind talking about it because I'm just a sports junkie. We may talk about. Um, in the future, we may know some personal stuff. You know, we might get into a little bit of video gaming, depending on, you know, what's going on. But it's going to be predominantly sports. Um, and I think that's just about going to do it. So, like I said, if you enjoy it, please like and follow. Please criticize me. I do need some criticism so I know what I'm doing wrong. I'm trying to keep these on, under about 45 minutes. So they're, they're going to be quick hitters. Um I do plan on having some sound coming up, you know, some background sounds, some just fun to kind of enhance it. But this is the first one. So I'm just trying to get a feel for what what's going on. Uh, they should be a little, little less grimy each time, hopefully, if I'm doing it right. You know, hopefully they get better. If not, then I suck, which I'm OK with. <laughs> but y'all have a wonderful day. Um, anybody listening that happened to be in a hurricane, uh, please stay safe. We did get scratched by the hurricane here in southeastern Virginia. Not too bad. Um, obviously, I'm recording this as the hurricane's approaching and hitting us right now. But please stay safe. And thank you. <laughs>